Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Nelson. In today's study of Isaiah, we're going to be looking at a godless society. So, today's readings are going to come from the ESV. However, I'm not going to read the passage since it is 15 verses long. Isaiah 3, 1 through 15. So, I ask that you would open your Bibles to that passage. That way, you can follow along and you can hold me accountable. So, as we study this passage, we're going to see three things. First, God departing. Second, the fruit of God's departure. And third, the judgment on Judah. So, look. let's look at God's departing. So, Judah obviously had historic ties to God. Um, they split from the nation Israel to follow the Davidic line of kings after Solomon died. Um, if you went to Sunday school, you probably remember Rehoboam. He was Solomon's son, and under his poor leadership, the kingdom split into two, Judah and Israel. Um, Judah being the tribes of Judah and Benjamin, and Israel being everyone else. So, before that, they were one nation, not two, and they had the name of Israel. So, Israel was the nation that had been promised to Abraham. Um, as we remember the name Abrahamic Covenant. Um, God had promised to make Abraham a fruitful nation, a um, nation as many, I believe, as the stars of the sky. So, there was definitely a lot of ties here. So, this was not just like any nation. Like, think of America. America has a lot of roots in Christianity, but we're not specially chosen by God. Israel, however, is different. Israel was chosen by God as God's special nation, as his people. Um, as we read into the New Testament, it was almost like his church. Um, now we see that the church has been grafted into that line. Um, that's language that I think Paul uses in Romans. So, God had made a covenant of faithfulness with Israel through Moses, hence the name Mosaic Covenant. So, it was a covenant of faithfulness. That means that God was faithful to Israel, and they were faithful to him. That's the catcher there. Israel's faithfulness to God. Um, as believers, we know that God is faithful to us. However, after reading the Old Testament, we can't say the same thing about Israel. Israel had a lot of fidelity problems. So, next we're going to see how Judah neglected their end of the covenant. Um, just as we were talking about, Judah not the greatest at keeping their promises. So Judah, one of their main problems was that they had decided that God was simply a duty. They did it almost as a checklist or a chore list. They went to the temple every Sabbath, but their hearts were never there. They were too busy seeking after their own desires, their own sinful pride. They didn't really care about God. Judah was guilty of oppression and injustice towards the needy, something that greatly offends God. As you read through the prophets more and more, you see just how much that theme comes up. Oppression and injustice, not towards nobility, rather towards the widows and the fatherless. That's something that God talks about a lot. God is greatly offended by oppression towards those in need. And why is that? It's because this offends God because all of us are needy in our sin. And yet as believers... God forgave us that debt. It is a monstrous thing to do to not show that love and generosity towards others in need in our community. When we don't show others 
that same generous love that God showed us, especially when he's given us financial ability, there is a huge problem. Our relationship with God is not as it should be, especially since as we live in America, a country that is blessed financially, we must use that to show God's generous love to those around us. Um, I think of ministries like, um, I want to get this right, Operation Christmas Child. I think that's it. Um, those are ministries that help us as Americans who have more wealth to give to nations that aren't as blessed that way. And that is a great ministry that we can do, especially as a church, to show others that generous love. And so, next we see how God takes away his support. God used financial poverty to awaken Judah. Judah was drunk on pride. And God used deportation and oppression to call them out of it. Especially when we are in sin, it is hard for us to be called out of that. So God uses painful measures to get us out of that. He uses painful discipline on his people. Um... I forget where it is. Paul might say this, um, but don't hold me accountable to that. But somewhere in the Bible, it talks about how a good father disciplines his children. And so think about this. God would not be a good father if he did not discipline his people. And that is what he does. So next, we see the fruit of God's departure. So what exactly happens when God leaves? First, in verses 2 through 5, we see injustice poverty and disrespect um god says that he will make boys their princes and infants to rule over them um and the people will oppress one another so it was oppression injustice all of this because they were not following after god it says the youth will be insolent to the elder and the despised to the honorable that meant that those who had a lot of life experience those elders they were being disrespected by the youth. Um, that reminds me of Rehoboam. We, we've talked about him, Solomon's son. How he did not listen to his elders, rather he listened to the youth. And what that get him? Two nations instead of one. Um, we see in verses 6-8, political unrest without God. Um, people were just give the title of king to pretty much anyone. And they wouldn't even want it. Because they had no God. There was unrest. It says Jerusalem has stumbled and stumbled and Judah has fallen because their speech and their deeds are against the Lord, defying his glorious presence. That's why they were disrespecting God. If you can't respect God, you can't respect your leaders. You can't respect those in authority over you. You can't respect the needy if you can't respect God. So next we see brazenness versus holiness in verses 9 through 11. We do see some hope. We see the righteous talked about. However, we also see those that proclaim their sin like Sodom. And after reading that, I just am reminded so much of the society that we live in. We live in a society that glorifies sexual immorality. We live in a society that glorifies pride. And that is a terrible, terrible thing. That is, we see terrible fruits come when we neglect God. Not only in nations chosen by God, like Israel, but in other nations, like America. 
where while we haven't been chosen by God, we also feel the fruits of not clinging to God's word. We feel that. And finally, we see family roles out of line in verse 12. He says that infants are their oppressors and women rule over them. And so God's saying here that we can't have families where men are just passive, where men do nothing. Um, rather, men must be leaders, humble leaders, they, who love their wives. Women, submissive, being submissive does not mean just being pushovers. It means guiding in a way that pleases God. Think of Adam and Eve. Eve was the first to sin. She took the lead in that because Adam wasn't there. Where was Adam? Um, I think of C.S. Lewis's book, um, Paralandra. And so, the Bible doesn't tell us where Adam was, but we know that he was not taking an aggressive role. He wasn't defending his wife. He left it up to his wife to make that decision. He put him, her in a vulnerable spot. And as and fathers in our society must be willing to step up make those tough decisions, not leave it to their wives. Because God has appointed, given fathers the task of doing that. He's given fathers the task of taking responsibility, manning up. That's what fathers must do. So, finally, we see the judgment on Judah for this. God cannot simply let sins go. Someone must be accountable for sins. In this case, Judah had to take the punishment, and they suffered for it. So we must ask ourselves this question. Who is taking the punishment for our sins? Ourselves or Jesus Christ who died on the cross to save us? Thanks for listening to another episode of Adopted Believers Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Check us out at our website, adoptedbelievers.com, for episodes and other resources. And like us on Facebook at Adopted Believers.